Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a long series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. It feels good to help people. That's because we're hardwired to enjoy contributing to the success of others. One major reason is that we need to serve each other to survive. Every day of your life, you rely on other people. So do I. We always have. As long as humans have been on this earth, we need each other to continue living. Buying food, getting to work, even sleeping on your bed is only possible because of services other humans have provided. And loads of research has demonstrated that feel-good chemicals like oxytocin and endorphins are released into our bloodstreams while we're caring for other people. Whether it's our children friends or strangers, just the act of caring feels good. Of course, our work as safety and health professionals helps others. That's part of what we do is to help others be safe. But we can sometimes get tied up in the technical aspects of the job and concentrate too much on the numbers, you know, what our recordable rate is or other things that have to do with how we're measuring our success or failure, I guess it could be too. Mother Teresa had a, said a, a wonderful quote about this. It was very good, wise advice that we should never worry about numbers. Help one person at a time and always start with the person nearest to you. Doing your work in a spirit of service, whatever that work is, rather than just a way to make money and provide for yourself and your family, pay the bills, If you do it with a spirit of service, it can have a profound influence on your attitude and feelings. Gradually, during my career as a speaker and a consultant, I realized that helping my audience was more fulfilling and more important than making them laugh or being an entertainer. You know, I I used to measure how well I did was by, you know, how loud the applause is or how many times people laughed and... uh, you know, the type of surveys would say, oh, that was a great talk. It was very entertaining. Now I don't do that. Not that that isn't important because it is. Sure, I still work on my platform skills, just as you may need to keep up on the technical aspects of your job. But that doesn't mean you should neglect what matters most. And for me as a speaker, what matters most is that people change their lives in a better way. They do things differently, whether it be make a safety meeting more fun and interesting or reduce the duress in their life. I do a talk on mindfulness. It's called Mindfully Safe. Uh, What matters most to me now, and I I recommend for you too, is how much do I help other people? How much do I make, make a positive difference in their lives? During my seminars now, I give out index cards. I can't do this with large audiences, but with, you know, if it's not too large, I give out blank index cards, and I have each person write down What challenges do they have at work or their career or personal life, depending on what the topic is, that they would like me to give them tips about or at least for us to discuss? Now, because of that, I have to change what I plan to do usually while my seminars are are different than they would have been if I just did, you know, a canned program. However, it's better because it meets their needs more. And so what I'm really doing is asking them, how can I help you? And that's what you should do too. Uh, Regularly ask employees how you can help them. 
Even if it's something that you should be doing anyway, still, if they realize that you're doing this because you want to help them, uh, they'll appreciate it more. Now, sometimes they won't have an answer. In fact, I've found a lot of times they won't have an answer. When you, you go to say, is there any way I can help you as a safety coordinator, supervisor, engineer, manager, whatever it is your job title is? But they will like the idea that you're there to help them. That will improve your reputation. Now, if you do get a suggestion of some way that you can help somebody and be of service, then, wow, there's a way to really uh, fulfill your duty as a safety professional. Now, years ago, I was working on a construction site. And as I was a safety supervisor on the site, and one of the other seasoned safety professionals was kind of a mentor to me, actually. I hadn't been in the field that long. He had been in the field for a long time. He set an example that has stayed with me to this day. We called him Safety Al. And he constantly went out of his way to help guys and gals working on the job. And not just safety-related issues, too. I remember one time somebody's daughter was ill. It was a serious illness, too. And Al brought in a toy for the guy to give to his daughter. Uh, he was, and he was always asking the crews, how can I help you? Even when there was nothing going wrong and the job looked good, there was no safety issues, he would still say, is there any way that I can help you with this job or with what's going on. And I never once saw him act like it was a burden when he got asked to do something or when somebody did give him an uh, a idea of a way to help. He was always very giving guy. So he was a good mentor for me and I liked his example and I recommend that you and I follow that type of behavior. Now there's always a need. All of us humans have different needs and in your community, helping out is another way to make a difference in the world and give back. You may already belong to a charity organization or other group that aids people in need. If you do, then you know it feels good to realize your efforts are improving people's lives. We benefit in many ways when we help others. In fact, it actually may help you live longer. At least that's what the studies show. And there, there's been several studies have shown that regular acts of kindness, not just doing it once, but doing it regularly, and volunteering can improve your health. After reviewing a large meta-study, which means it was a study of studies on this subject, Dr. Susan Richards of the University of Exeter Medical School in England reported that, and this is her words, our systematic review shows that volunteering is associated with improvements in health. So... I wasn't just doing a tongue-in-cheek thing. Yes, if you volunteer regularly and help others, it'll improve your health and may make you live longer. Now, last year, I joined a local charity group. Uh, it's a Rotary Club. At first, I regretted the commitment a bit. We, have to, we meet every Thursday for lunch. Now, I get to miss different times because I travel, but I don't anymore regret it. I've made new friends, and I've realized that your time is not wasted when you help others. Even if it doesn't benefit your career or improve your finances, I doubt I'll get any work or talks from my time at the Rotary. I might, you know, but that's not the reason I'm doing it. Service is its own reward. One of my favorite quotes about the topic of giving comes from Winston Churchill, who was an awesome speaker too, by the way. We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give.